back, everybody, to the Crosstown Talk Crosstown Talk podcast. Holy shit! I don't know why the fuck I butchered that, but it's been that long, buddy. It's been that long. Uh, I believe the last time we talked, Carlos Correa was a Giant or a Met or one of those fucking teams. He might have been still oh, yeah. with that. Might have still been with the Astros a little bit. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, it's, it's a weird time. It, yeah, so it's been a while. Uh, glad we're back. You know, um, back into swing of things. You know, baseball season, WBC's, you know, already in the semifinals, right? Tonight's semifinal game, USA and... Yeah, USA-Cuba. USA-Cuba. A lot of White Sox representing uh, on both teams, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, but first, uh, let's get into, uh, you know, got a little drama during this week because of the WBC. And I know, I know, Los, you want to say a little rant about it. So, what you got? Yeah, anyone listening that doesn't know, uh, Edwin Diaz, uh, at, you know, closer for the Mets at the end of the uh, Puerto Rico, uh, who were they playing, Dominican Republic game? Yeah, I believe it was that game. When they, when they won... Uh, he got hurt celebrating. I always forget what the injury is called, but uh, it's expected to put him out for the season. Yeah, it was a uh, patella tendon, some shit, something like that. Yeah, so yeah, some weird like that. So yeah, he's expected to be sidelined in the season. Uh, he thinks he can come back this season, but uh, we'll see. Um, yeah, I, I mean, oh shit, dropped the microphone. Um, oh no, I mean. I, I want to say, like, like for a while, I thought it was just, like, Twitter was a war zone. Like, baseball Twitter turned inside out because of this shit. But when you, like, really look at it, it's kind of just KFC Barstool that's being the idiot. Yeah. <laughs> like, and, a, and a couple Mets fans agreeing with him. Uh, you know. Well, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. There are a lot of Mets fans that agree with him. Yeah. But, you know, but he's been bad. <laughs> he's been the forefront of all this yeah yeah he's 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 been the guy that, that he's their commander leading them on and you know it, 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 the whole argument right now if, if you're not on twitter uh like paying uh, enough attention to like uh baseball like in, in any social media there's a big outrage against the wbc right now and how it shouldn't be played um well it, it, at least it shouldn't be played uh right before the season and that uh, players should have it in their contracts um, if if uh, they should be allowed to play and stuff like that, all this crazy stuff. Right. Um, I, I, you know, a part of me, uh, I, I do actually agree on the timing of it. I, I don't think it should be directly before the season. Uh, don't get me wrong, it's a, it's a really good warm-up for the guys that do do it and come out of it healthy. Right. But I, I actually think that more people – would uh would participate in it if it was in November, in indoor stadiums. Um, I, I I honestly don't see why not. I mean, you might have the exception of some guys that played in the championship series or, or World Series, even um, like like a Trey that Turner might not participate. Yeah, you get like you're probably not you know, getting you're probably not gonna get a Trey Turner on the team if it was in November, you know, or like I don't know, man. 
like, you know, with a guy like him who probably, you know, I don't know. I mean, let's just say if we were to do it, like, in the next um, the next time around, it's in November. Like, you know, I feel like, uh, you know, all the guys in USA talking it up and how fun it is, like, that people uh, people might actually uh, want to do it more now because, you know, Mike Trout uh, didn't do it before, but uh, now he's trying it out. Yeah. And he said he loves it, and he regrets not doing it before. So, you know, I don't know. But it's, yeah. I mean, it, it's just ridiculous though, to, to blame the, uh, the WBC for what happened to Edwin Diaz, like, it's the big argument that that you know if Edwin Diaz w- was never playing in the WBC, uh, you know he'd be ready to go uh, opening day. But fact of the matter is, dude, he didn't even get hurt during the fucking game. Like that's the most ridiculous thing about it all is that he had a season-ending I- I- injury, and people were blaming it on the WBC, but he wasn't even fucking playing. Just <laughs> jumping up and down, celebrating. Could have happened anytime he's playing fucking jump rope or doing anything. Chasing his fucking his fucking dog in the yard. Does he have kids playing with his fucking kids? Yeah. Or you fuck any anything like that. Or practicing celebrating winning the World Series in spring training. <laughs> right. <laughs> so. I mean people just can't let it go that it's a freak injury. I understand that this guy is, is a very important part of your team and it, it's shitty, especially if you're not like someone like KFC who wasn't even watching the WBC to begin with, right? Someone that already doesn't care for the WBC, um, plus you know a Mets fan who's just fucking who's uh, obviously you know baseball gods aren't aren't completely fair to Mets fans, right? Right. So it was to me like like the whole like KFC thing was a, kind of a perfect storm of that. It was you know he's a Mets fan who just wants to win already. Combined with uh, and Wendy is getting hurt, and it's like, dude, right away you knew, you knew he was gonna be out for the season. Right, he couldn't put weight on it, and he walked off. And then that, and then he already didn't care for the WBC, so he absolutely fucking tore it down. Um, all pretty much ninety uh, percent of baseball Twitter is against him, so that's what's pretty funny about it. Um. I don't know, man. He's just... <laughs> I probably would have had more to say the other day just because, like, he had me so fired up. I mean, he's still going, like, right yeah, now. Yeah, he still is, man. <laughs> he's so still bad. going, dude. But I don't know. I, I I think it's ridiculous. It's like, um, where where was all this energy for for uh, for Gavin Lux? Um in spring training, yeah. For, for Gavin Lux, when when he tore his ACL, uh, just a couple weeks ago in, in spring training, like, I I I I guess the reason that that they they wouldn't argue to not get rid of spring training is because, uh, he was wearing his own jersey. So as long as you're wearing your own team's jersey, it's okay. Uh, while you're getting injured, <laughs> it's it's completely fine. Right. So not that he was in the WBC, so. I think going forward, you know, if people really want to make it that big of a deal, start putting it in contract, you know? Right. Uh, Shohei Otani, uh, he's about to get a contract, right? Yep. Uh, within the next year. All right, put it in his contract uh, to 
that he's not allowed to participate in WBC. All right, unless the owners do that, then people need to shut the fuck up. Right. If the owners aren't doing it, then why are you calling for it? When because part of their argument is like, oh, you know, Steve Cohen's uh, investing a bunch of money in this team, um, and and you can't even uh like play it safe for him, and uh put all your energy towards him. All right, well, if 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 it's that big of a deal to owners and 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 owners really don't want their their team playing in the WCBC that that will be in their contracts, uh, starting literally whenever, going on forever. So I don't know, I don't know, buddy. I obviously, well, I'm sure we agree for the most part on it. <laughs> yeah. What do you think? Yeah. Uh. Everything you say, I pretty much agree with. Um, probably just the timing. Like, I I really don't mind the timing. I actually think it's better, especially for like pitchers, especially for the pitchers, because um, for they're in spring training, they're really just spring training is just glorified practice. It's all it really is. It they're not they're not really playing to win the game. You know, they're just working on a couple mechanical things, shit like that. So I think the WBC having it right before the season, you know, you're you're getting more into game, you know, into game speed, and I think that's what a lot of people are missing about the WBC is that I think a lot of these guys are gonna be ready to go come opening day. Unlike you know some guys who, you know, go into spring training, you know, just trying to catch up, and by opening day you could you could tell some guys are still rusty. You you know, even though they have a whole month and a half to get ready. But this game speed uh, at the WBC, like, I think it's going to really get these guys um ready to go for the season. So I don't mind the timing at all, really. If they move it to November, then it is what it is. Like, I'm not I'm not going to bitch about it either. You know what I mean? Um, I just think some guys won't play. Like, you know, I think Trey Turner wouldn't have done it or, like, Jose Altuve wouldn't have done it if it was in November because, you know, obviously they had the long – playoff run and all that going to the World Series. Um so so that that's kind of my take. You know, me and you are both pretty pretty uh big fans of Barstool. We love their content. We we like majority of the guys, you know, we follow a lot of the Chicago guys, you know. And <laughs> KOC like I'm not going to lie, man. It feels like he's kind it's kind of like um even though there's a lot of people that don't like Barstool already, he's just fueling that fire. And it's like... Yeah. And it's like, dude, you that's probably the last thing you really should be doing, especially coming from KFC, when the majority of the people already think you're a piece of shit because of your personality, regardless. Like... He cheated on his pregnant wife. Cheated on his <laughs> pregnant wife. Like, oh, my God. Like, you're... Pr- if this was, like, anybody else in Barstool, I think it would be more tolerable. Like, if it was Frank the Tank, I think it would be, like, we all would be, like, all right. Well, we've we all get, learned to, like, we, like, all right, like, he's just talking shit. Like, he's, that's it. That's him. Like, right. Like, no one actually takes anything that Frank says seriously. Yeah. So, like, that's fine. Because C- we know, like, it's part of his personality to go above and beyond exaggerate. Right. see, like, his... His takes are one hundred percent authentic. Like that's that's how he feels. Right. He really is just that ignorant. Yeah. So and then it just makes it a lot worse that 
you know, me and you are big fans of Jared Carabas. Um, it makes it worse that this guy is legit shitting on KFC <laughs> and like kind of passive aggressively, but still like, and everybody's still agreeing with Jared. And as being a former employee of Barstool, obviously, um, so I never seen a guy. <laughs> Get ratioed so much on consecutive tweets than KOC has this past like four days, <laughs> but it's been pretty great to, it's been pretty funny to watch, especially um when he's getting ratioed so hard and he this guy's so fucking ignorant of what's going around around him that he thinks he's fucking winning this argument. Like, dude, like you're so far down deep in this, it it's pretty incredible, but. Yeah, he's, he's dying on that hill, dude. He's like, he's not giving in. Oh, uh, man, but and it's funny when people just bring up like how how he's just a shitty person for cheating on his pregnant wife multiple times. <laughs> like, <laughs> it, it, what pisses me off is he thinks that that's the only argument towards him. He's like, yeah, any any time uh, he's like, I know I'm winning an argument when people bring it up. It's like honestly, dude, people bring it up no matter what. Yeah. And, like the only way, the the only reason you're seeing it more than more than usual now is because all the eyes are on you. Yeah. So you're gonna have people there, but like it's like he's completely disregarding the actual arguments being made against him. Yeah. Like, it, it, are we just gonna forget about that? Like, you think just because uh, people are coming after you about that, like that you won the argument, it makes no sense. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude, he is a piece of shit. Like, I'm not calling for Barcelona to fire him or anything. Like, keep his ass there because it's funny. Yeah, <laughs> it is. But at the same time, like, I think Dave kind of has to, like, see this kind of argument, like, this kind of hill he's dying on and kind of be like, dude, like, you're, you're not even being funny at this point because, like, everybody's just roasting you, like. You have nothing good to counterpoint. <laughs> counterpoint, um, a lot of these people were saying like. So at some point, like it's kind of like kind of making my name look bad because you're fucking, you're just being torched over and over <laughs> this past four days. <laughs> it's the fact that he's still going. Like that. That's what's getting me, man. Yeah, like he, he's like a, I, I mean, when did that happen? Like Wednesday, think, Thursday. I think it was like Wednesday. I might have been Wednesday night. Yeah, dude, it's Sunday as when we're recording this, and it's still like he's still going on. Right, but yeah, so pretty much fuck KFC, but uh, we we still we still fuck with bars, most of bars still guys, but fuck yeah. KFC, he's, he's a piece of shit. You watching the uh, the game right now? Uh, no, I'm actually I'm watching the tournament right now, but I'm kind of flipping back and forth. You got a uh, Cuba with two on, no outs at the top of the first. With Look no at, uh, They're getting a win early. Oh, dude, they're getting every bad bounce. Early. Base is loaded, dude. Moncada on deck. You should have seen the uh, the infield pop up uh, right before this. Who uh, who let it drop? I, I couldn't tell if it was a pop up, but uh, I, I just looked over at it when it landed. And then look at this one. It's just a weird little... Oh, Wainwright. What are we just doing, bud? squeaked by. <laughs> yeah, I hit his glove. Okay. Uh, they're getting away in early, man. That's what happens when you put a bum-ass Cardinal in the WBC. <laughs> yep. 
that you know we we got to put um Captain America back in you know put the South Side put America on South Side's back and Lance Lynn. Oh no no, no. <laughs> uh, you 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 could call uh, Lance Lynn something else, but Mike Chaw is Captain America for this tourney. Uh, he's the captain of the team though. <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying that Lance Lynn is the body. Call him Big <laughs> Patriot. Man. Big, Big Patriot. Patriot. I like that. I like that. <laughs> Big Patriot. No, but uh, yeah. Uh, enough about that bitch KFC. Um, let's get into a little. What, what else can, can we get into? Uh, yeah, I mean, we haven't really talked much since. Uh, really, like, like it, I want to say it was like the weekend after the Dansby Swanson signing. I believe so. Yeah. The Cubs. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, I, I don't really know what, uh, I mean, there's been some small signings since then, uh, probably nothing big, but, uh, I, yeah, mean, I guess we could talk about, like, the, all the, you know, the pitch clock and, yes, and so have you caught, everything have you, new since then? have you caught some of the spring training games? Yeah, I, I mean, uh, to be honest, I, I've been... Uh, kind of off it since the WBC is same. this year, so yeah, like, I've kind of just been paying uh, the most attention to that. Uh, I, I wish I was paying more attention to spring training, but uh, I, I've definitely seen uh, enough ABs to like make my mind on the pitch clock. So, uh, what first first initial thoughts? Because I, I got a couple. Um, I I I, I do kind of like it. You know, I, I'm definitely for it. I. I, I just think it, it should be extended a little bit, like, uh, to 20 seconds. Right, with no runners on base. Because I know it's 20 seconds with the and runner on base. 25 with runners on. Just extend both to five seconds. Right. Um, or uh, not two five seconds, uh, five seconds more. Um, and, and to me, it's just way better, man. Like, uh, I, yes, I, I want the game, like, like, or, well, not me, but... Yeah, they want the game to to flow better or, or just uh, be quicker, but to me now it just seems rushed. Yeah, it's just a little bit more rushed, and uh, you know, Scherzer obviously already showed how to kind of exploit it. Right. <laughs> um. But I, I mean, it, I understand you know with them trying to make the game better and and uh, you know bring more attention to the game. Uh, you're gonna go through a little bit of a rough process, so you know, uh, teams are gonna have tricks up their sleeve, and it's not gonna make us happy at different points during the season. But uh, I, I just hope that whatever's wrong with it, like shows to be wrong with it during the regular season, that they actually work on it and change. Right. Because um, I, I just know there's gonna be a lot of controversies with it. Yeah. But yeah. My only thing is just. Uh, add five seconds, um, w- w- without runners, and then yeah, uh, you know, make a twenty second uh, regular pitch clock, and I was runners on uh twenty five seconds, and I'm happy with that. Yeah, I, I, I agree with what you're saying. Uh, I think another thing I would tweak is, kind of like uh, like you were saying. That some pitchers are kind of already exploiting the kind of the rule because the batter's not set and you know fucking directly staring down the pitcher at a certain point they call automatic strike 
and it's kind of like, well, the picture's not even set, dude. Like, come, like, let, let's have some common sense with this kind of stuff, you know what I mean? Like, if the picture's not set, like, not even on the rubber, like, how, how are you going to call a strike on the batter when the picture's not even ready to go? Like, shit like that, or, you know, when the pit, when the pitcher's about, really just about to throw, throw the ball, like, why are you stopping him in, you know, while he's in motion, like, shit like that, I think it will get cleaned up by opening day, I hope so, because I don't want to see that during, during the regular season, like, let the game flow, I, I like the pitch clock, um, implement, because, you know, it was getting to a point where in between pitches, dude, like they just dragged this motherfucker out. Like, oh yeah. It, w- it would definitely piss me off. But like I- I'm heading into work and uh, yeah, obviously I work third shift. So sometimes I'll be able to catch a game like right before. And it- it- it's like a big moment and I'm like trying to leave for work. Yeah. And they're just fucking dragging their ass off. Like, Literally, like, five minutes is just, like, foul balls and just fucking, right. you know, adjusting your batting gloves. And it's just so much, dude. Yeah. It, it does uh, make a lot. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I like the slow pace of it when, I, when I'm at the game. Right. Um, You know, just, like, chilling, fucking soaking it in, drinking beer. But uh, when you're at home, it definitely uh You feel it more, yeah. Yeah, you feel it way more. Like, I... It's, it's, it's very, like, say it's a Sunday afternoon, right? One o'clock game for the Cubs. Right. Uh, I, I gotta be doing something else while I'm watching that game at home. Yeah. I'm, I'm not just sitting down watching the game without my phone or anything. Like, I'm either also playing video games, got my phone out, uh, doing something else. Uh, you're, you're not getting me for, for like three fucking hours, you know, watching, watching that without a pitch clock so right you know maybe it'll change now so yeah so yeah so like i i get the rule i mean i do enjoy it i do like it i do think it's a better flow to the game just you know you know just clean it up a little bit before opening day should be no issues but the thing is when we're actually at the game i don't know about that now because you know, uh, be too quick, dude. Yeah, you know, me and you, we, me and you, have been to a couple games together, the past, like I think, since, you know, they let founders back in after COVID, right? We do like two yeah, again, yeah. at least. I think we've done like two games every year so far. Yeah. Uh, so, obviously, me and you are big beer drinkers. You know, we like to get our beers. We don't try to go in- during the inning, but we understand like. Sometimes lines are a little too long and shit like that. But, so, we don't miss much of the action. So, last night, I was at the Bulls game with Susie, and we went with um her friend and uh, her wife. And it was just after halftime. Halftime just ended, and Susie was, like, still looking around to get something to eat. And I'm trying to rush her. I'm like, dude, like, I want to get back to the game and all that. And I told her, I was like, I'm trying to rush you because, like, when we go to the Sox game this year, it's going to be a lot different than what it was before. Like, we can't, we can't just be standing in line for like 20, 30 minutes or looking for something 20, 30 minutes because we're going to miss a lot of the game. And I told her how there's a new, they implemented this clock thing. And her reaction was, 
uh, her honest reaction was like, "All, oh, but I like that there was an old clock at at baseball. Like, she she enjoyed like just being at the ballpark, and you know, there's no there's no time limit to the game, and that, that's a lot of people's argument." And I understand that, too, especially if I'm at the ballpark. I know I'm going to be there for at least three hours. You know what I mean? Like, uh, right. we're going to be there for a bit. We're going to have a good time. We're going to have a couple drinks. Um, and it's just a, it's just a day of the ballpark. And, you know, she she has learned to really enjoy it. She loves going to games now. Um, and she she said last night, like, I she really enjoys uh, the no-time no situation. So... I think it's going to be on TV. I, I love it because, like, I'm not watching guys just fucking fix their gloves 30 fucking times in, in a minute. Like, yeah. you, I don't need I don't need to see that. But when I'm at the ball game, at an actual game live, like, I don't know how I'm really going to feel about that when it's fucking flying by. And I barely got two beers in. And the game's it's already the seventh inning, and I can't buy no more beer. Right. So... Save us money, but you know, uh, still, it's just I I don't know. I I I think the the general stance on it from baseball fans though is like uh yeah like you know people like me and you like who who really have uh, a, a lot of love for the game uh, been watching our whole lives like yeah um, we we love like like the purity of baseball and just like. Like we love honestly how the game is slow and how it drags out. Right. Like, it's just part of it, you know. We just we love every little bit of of the game. Like, right. Because everything else that would drive like some a normal person crazy. Like right. we love. But everything um, else in life is so fast or at a certain time. Like everything, yeah. you know what I mean. But at a ball game, like you, it's just like you could sit it's there nice for three hours. Chill. Yeah, you just chill. Yeah, it's just such watch a chill sport, but. But but you you know the intensity could could get turned up like that you know it's, exactly. it's crazy like, um, but but I think the general stance on it with a lot of baseball fans like yeah you know we like that but we also at the same time understand that um you know something that that's kind of holding baseball back from being like um an even more popular sport is is kind of just like. You know, if you didn't grow up around baseball, it's really – it's a hard sport to just get into. Yeah. You know, if you didn't – if you haven't been watching it since you were a kid. Especially if so, you're just watching it on the TV. Like, I, yeah. I, we, like we've already said, like, on the TV, like, dude, it, it could really drag. And that's what turns a lot of people – a lot of fans that are trying to get into it, turn them off. It just It's just way too slow for them. And I kind of get that, right. but yeah. So so yeah, that's kind of the reason why they're doing it. So we kind of understand it. So uh, just have an open mind about it, and yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm definitely still for it. Um, if you ask me, like right now, like uh, take it away or or, or leave it in. Fucking Mookie just doubled. Yeah, big double. That. Lead off double for Mookie. They got out of that jam pretty fucking well, man. Yeah. Uh, Only one run. If people don't know, Wainwright uh, walked in one run, but he gets out of it, allowing only only one. So, but yeah. Um, so 
I, w- I would say just leave it for now. I, 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 I do agree. I think, I think it was Jared that said it during the podcast. Uh, take it out during the postseason, though. I, I do agree with that. Um, I don't. Oh yeah, is, is that set to still happen in the postseason? I believe so. Oh. So. Or. Or like you said, um, do 20, 20, 25 seconds, boost it up five seconds, uh, in the playoffs, probably do thirty, like, you know, let let the let the moment breathe. You know what I mean? Like let the game breathe, especially in the postseason, because yeah. that's. When it comes to October baseball, I think that's what we don't care if it's four or five hours. Every, every fucking pitch is important, and I think any real baseball fan knows that that every every pitch in October is really fucking important. It it switches just like that. Right? Yeah, dude. I mean, uh, thinking that I, I'm not, I don't want to say we're gonna lose those moments. You know, just like every every baseball fan knows that fucking moment, like. You know, a high pressure situation. You know, runners on, fucking like two two count, three two count, like anything like that. It's just like yeah, cut the intensity with a knife, dude, and just let that moment like soak and marinate. But yeah, like you said, just let the moment breathe. Like like that's such a big part of playoff baseball. It is just like the atmosphere and the the tension. So just. Kind of like not eliminating that, but like speeding it up. Uh, I don't know, man. We're just gonna have to see. Right. Uh. So. Uh. So. So first thoughts. I mean, we we kind of like it. Obviously, just. I mean, especially for spring training, dude. Spring training. It is what it is. But at the same time. Uh, let's just clean it up before opening day, and that's coming up pretty soon. It's like what two weeks, like yeah. two weeks away. Yeah, so we're right, right around uh, right around uh baseball time, uh, regular season baseball. But thank God for the WBC to inject this uh, <laughs> inject some life into the game before opening day. Oh, that's gone. Yeah. Goldie. So, two run uh, shot. You, oh, you're a, you, damn, you're ahead of me. Oh, really, I'm watching on my said, phone right now. Oh, so that's probably why. Yeah, Goldie, two run shot. So USA up two to one, for, bottom first. Inside fucking pitch, dude. Yeah, that was that was really inside. Yeah, all that. Uh, what do you think about the new pickoff rule? If you kind of noticed that. The think, new what? Pickoff rule. I think a pitcher can only pick off to like first base twice or any base, just twice. Oh, oh yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I mean, I think it would be great for. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I I don't think I really have an opinion on that. It's fine. It, it it's it, to me that's kind of like the bigger bases, like just whatever. Like yeah, it it doesn't really bother me so much. I think it would bring uh bring back um base stealing a lot better. Which I I think is good for the game. Bring back base stealing, you know. Um, let's see let's see some speed out there. Uh, get the game go. Uh, get the game, you know, in a in a running pace. Now, I think that'd be cool. I think that'd be really good for the game. Uh, the shift band now. You like it? You like that? 
I mean, there's already loopholes around it. So yeah. <laughs> is there really a shit pan? So. I mean, yeah, I, I like it. It's just, it, it's not really like a shit pan, though. So. Yeah. Like, to me, it doesn't really, like. It, to me, like, it doesn't really matter. I mean, I, I don't know. That's another thing I, I've never actually felt too strongly about, like, whether it's there or not. Like, I understand the whole defensive strategy thing, you know. Yeah, you play to win the game. But, You're going to do whatever you can to win the game. You know what I mean? Yeah, and like, so I'm, I was never off the ship. Like, I, I never hated it. Yeah. Uh, me either. I I always took it as, like, dude, that, that's just a great strategy to, you know, obviously keep an opponent from keep getting on base or – you know, scoring runs eventually, but uh, I kind of like it at a point where, like, yeah, we're gonna start seeing a lot more guys on bases. You know, even if it's gonna be like little fucking dink singles and you know, a ball just get barely getting between like the short uh, shortstop and third baseman, all that kind of stuff. Base hits up the middle are gonna be back. So, I mean, it, it's I think it's gonna be good for a little bit. But I I think they should get rid of that for the postseason as well because you you should want every team to use every strategy to win the game or yeah yeah or I I've I've always said you could do the shift ban but by the seventh inning teams should do teams should do whatever they can to win the game that I that was always my like solution to when people were complaining about the shift like. If you want to ban it, fine. Do it for the first six innings. But once that seventh inning hits, where it starts coming down to the end of the game, let every team do what they can to win the game. Yeah, because it's not like a shift is foolproof. Like, like right. when you shift, like you're you're all you're really doing is just putting all your eggs in one basket. Which yeah, it, it works out most of the time. Right. Um, but then but you like there's you, ways to exploit it. Right, and then you get then you get a guy that fucking doubles you know hitting on the opposite side of the ship you know what i mean so there, yeah. there's a chance that there, there we've seen it multiple times where it ends up screwing the defensive team but still uh there there's a way to avoid it but then they uh i like it but then but then again like i, I understand why teams always wanted to do it so yeah uh, i i mean it, to me like all, all they're really doing is like just taking away from the players a little bit just to give more to the fans. I mean, maybe that's what they think they're doing. I don't know. Like to me, only take it away if it's like a a problem. Right. To where, like, like a strategy that like can't be exploited. Like, so like as long as the other team has a fair chance, like, you know, you put that ball over the plate. Uh, and they're able to get it a hit. Like I don't know, man. It was never a problem, right? So th- that's why I I never really understood it. But I don't. I also don't really like, care too much. Like if there is no shift. Yeah, same. Um, I I do think with the shift band that we're gonna see a lot out of more highlighted on defensive plays though. Like you know, Carlos Correa making diving stops a lot more now or, you know, some of the top better defensemen, you know, just showing off the range a lot better, uh, a lot more now instead of just 
you know, standing right there when the ball's hit because they they knew where the ball was going, you know what I mean? I think we're going to start seeing that a lot more. So I'm excited for that, seeing more defensive highlight plays. So uh, I'm looking forward to, that, forward to that more. But, yeah. Do we have any other like like new things for baseball in general to talk about uh, besides the WBC? We'll get more into the WBC. I don't think so. Like, uh, I mean, all the big like trades and free agency, we covered that on that last episode a couple months ago. But I don't think anything's been big. Um. No, uh, you wanna you wanna go back to the WBC real quick, or you wanna talk about how how are we feeling about our teams in spring training? Uh, uh, let l- let's go back uh, to the WBC real quick, and then I'll we'll, uh, wind with our teams. All right. So, um, yeah, I mean, I mean, how do you feel? Uh, watching WBC, um. Um, any team shocking you? Any teams? Uh, how are we feeling? So, honestly, there was a lot of um, surprising teams. Uh, I think the most disappointing team I think we all agree was the DR. Uh, we looked at the roster and we're like, wow, this, you know, talent for talent, they're obviously you could put them neck and neck with uh, USA, obviously, but they don't even make it past the group stage. <laughs> um, Venezuela, I know Venezuela has a lot of good players, but they they really showed out, man, going undefeated in their pool, uh, knocking off some heavyweights that um, eventually losing to USA last night. It was last night, right? Uh, yeah. Trey Turner's go-ahead grand slam in the top of the eighth. <laughs> but uh, Venezuela was really surprising. I thought... um. Cuba was really surprising. Uh, I know they got a couple MLB guys. First time they allow that, so shout, uh, shout out to Cuba allowing you know their major leaguers representing their national team again. A uh, couple so- couple Sox players actually. Um, I thought they weren't gonna make it past the group stage, but they fucking ended up winning it, and they're in the semifinals tomorrow night. They play Japan tomorrow night. Yeah, yeah, Monday night. Yeah, so and then Tuesday night still final. So that yeah, there's been a lot of um, lot of lot of great surprises, man. I I've been really enjoying the WC. I I especially love the the full slate of games for that whole week. Uh, especially I work second shift, you work third, so we were able to watch a lot of these games. Because, you know, a lot of these games were fucking starting at 4 in the morning over here. You know, yeah. going on all day, man. And games were starting at 11 o'clock at night here. So, I'll get off work. I'll be able to watch the WBC. So, it, it's, it's been great. Like, uh, it, it feels good. Um, especially during the regular season. I work, obviously, I work second shift. So, I'll, I catch a lot of the late games. So, it feels good to get that going early a couple weeks early so it it's been it's been pretty it's been pretty great to watch uh, i love the energy the energy 
reminds me of October baseball, man. Like a lot of these fans are going all out and and it's been it's been great to watch, man. Like the DR Port uh DR and Puerto Rico game was high uh highly intensified. Fans were into it, the crowd was going crazy. Mexico USA, like uh Mexico against fucking Puerto Rico was also uh just full of energy, man, and I think I really think this WBC has been great for the game, man. Like if this was a great way to show off new fans like how baseball could really be played and it's great to see how big baseball is worldwide, man. Like Japan has great baseball. Japan plays great baseball. Um Korea plays Japan uh, Korea plays great baseball as well. Um the DR, Puerto Rico, Mexico, like a lot of these countries, yeah, they, um, they they probably not as big as the U.S., but these motherfuckers could play. These motherfuckers could play, and it's and it's been great to watch. No, yeah, it, it definitely has been great to watch. Um, uh, it's probably the last time we're we're gonna see uh, you know. Uh, baseball on this kind of stage but without a pitch clock. Uh, I, I'm sure they're going to be adding the pitch clock by the time it comes around again. Uh, uh, it'd be think, nice if they don't. Yeah, it's it, it, it bring, like like I said, it, it's been bringing this playoff vibe that, that you're going to get in October. You know what I mean? The game is breathing. Yeah, yeah but uh, no, yeah, it's been really fun to watch. Yeah, it's like free playoff baseball, and yeah. uh, you know, being able to follow USA throughout the whole thing is just uh, pretty fun. Uh, seeing them actually, actually uh, live up to the hype is one of the greatest teams ever assembled, arguably the greatest team ever assembled. Um, yeah, it's it's just been so fun to watch them, and uh, I, I I feel like I still feel like we're robbed of the USA versus Dominican Republic match. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I understand, you know, they just apparently weren't good enough to make it out of their pool. They had a tough pool, but, uh, I mean, it is what it is. Right. But, yeah, I, I still would have liked to see that match. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think everybody was clamming for them, uh, anticipating for that match, especially in the final. But, you know, uh, like I was saying earlier, man, a lot of these, a lot of these countries know how to play ball, and if you're not on your A game right away, like <laughs> you're going home early. You know, USA yeah. had a little bit of a scare. You know, obviously losing to Mexico, but last Saturday I think it was, and they had to win their last game to get in this uh, knockout stage. No, they didn't have to win it. They just had to not lose by a certain amount of runs. Oh, that's what it was? Because it would have resulted in the tiebreaker if they lost. Right. And then it comes down to, like, like the least runs allowed. And, and like, USA was up by a lot. Like, okay. they, they were number one in, like, least runs allowed and most runs for something like that. So. Oh, they had. Okay. Yeah, they clinched that game in, like, the ninth inning or whatever. I don't know. It was weird. Yeah, I know, I know that a lot of people were kind of. Have been kind of confused with the tiebreaker. Yeah, I, I, it is weird. I know. Uh, I know. The way Cuba won their pool, that that whole pool had the same record. 
but just like it was a weird tiebreaker that made Cuba win the pool, and I think it was, I think who advanced? I, I think it was. I forgot who advanced with Cuba. But yeah, it's just kind of kind of weird. Yeah, because because if the whole pool is tied, then there yeah the tiebreaker can't be, oh he beat him. Yeah. Because yeah, if everyone's two and two, then, uh, you know. At some point, they all beat each other. There is no tiebreaker. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. I don't know, man. It, uh, yeah, it, it's been really fun to watch. Uh, I, I wish we well, obviously, uh, we we wouldn't be able to have it every year, but. Just ha- having this and you know not being able to have this next year is gonna suck. Yeah. Because I mean, uh, I kind of like the every. I think it's every three years. People are saying it's every no, four. No, no, no. Yeah, I, I would keep it that way too. Uh, yeah. I'm not saying change that or anything. It's just like, right. Just keep the. Yeah. I think it will keep. Right. It'll it'll make that build up. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. Kind of like the World Cup almost. Like you don't want the World Cup every year because. It just, it then it just loses its um, you know, like it's a, uh, how do you explain that? The like spark or the, yeah, the magic. Yeah, there you go. So, um, but no, I think the WBC has been really, really great this year. A lot of lot of good teams, a uh, lot of lot of countries showing out and showing off what they could do in this game and I think this it's really expanding uh growing, growing this game more. That it is, mean that it is. But yeah, I mean excited for baseball in general. Yeah. You got anything else? Uh not really. Do you? You got you got any um? Were you surprised by a particular team or? Uh, it's the, the Dominican Republic surprised me, man. Yeah. Fucking, I I I really thought that they were, uh, you know, obviously rooting for USA the whole time, but uh, I I kind of thought Dominican Republic was the team to beat, just because their the pitching, uh, was supposed to be superior. But, um, you know, you add that with the lineup. Yeah. And it's just, they should have been a force. Yeah, they should I, I mean, it's not like they got bitched. Like, like, they got slapped around by nobodies. Like, they got beat by a good team. Yeah. You know, it is what it is. Uh, how have we been feeling about the Sox in spring training? So, man, I've been, uh, I told myself I'm not going to get, I'm not, I'm not ever going to get too hyped again, especially after the year I had last year, like never going to get too hyped for a team ever again. <laughs> I, I had the Sox going in the World Series last year. I had my Raiders get, finally getting me a playoff win this year, and None of them made the playoffs, so I'm never doing that to myself again. I've always been like a cautious optimist. I think I think that'd be a good way to explain it. And last year, I got ahead of myself, and they they both fucked me over. So, um, I'm kind of 
I'm kind of liking uh, some of the things I'm saying, uh, some of the things I'm rating with this, uh, with the new coaching staff, you know, bringing more, being more prepared for games, you know, because uh, this team last year just, every day they just showed up dead, and it was just so boring to watch. They were a very boring team to watch, uh, and it sh- should have never been like that. This, this is supposed to be a, be a championship window. Supposed to come in, you know, do your job, win ball games, and you know, have a little fun with it. And they did none of that. But it looks like a new mindset uh, this spring training. We'll see coming. You know, think I think they played the first day for uh, opening day of like that Thursday night game with Houston. So we'll see from there. Um, I. You know, I'm I'm not saying they're winning the division. I'm not saying they're making the playoffs. I'm just gonna take this going forward, day by day, man. Like, uh, uh, I think that's the only thing as a White Sox fan you can do. Just right now, just watch them every day, and you know, if they if they if they still look like they did last season, it's gonna be a long fucking season once again. But I, I do have a little bit of hope where they're going to show up and play good ball and compete for the division. I I do think they can still compete for the division. Cleveland's young. Uh, it's obviously got a lot of talent. Won 92 games with that young talent. They got a Hall of Fame manager, you know, leading the way. So, But I, I still think the Sox are good enough to, you know, get into the postseason. But we'll we'll see. We'll we'll see how this goes. Uh, I think bringing back Elvis Andrews is gonna be really great. Him and Tim up the middle, especially with the shift band. I think it'll be a, it was a really good idea. Uh, I wasn't I wasn't happy with the original plan of going with Romy Gonzalez or Lori L- L- Garcia. Shout out Lori Legend or. Um, <laughs> Lennon Sosa, I would have been more excited for Sosa, but uh, for a championship team, man, like your biggest hole was second base and right field, and you're, you were trying to go in-house in both positions, and it was like, I don't think that was the best way to do it, but they brought back Andrews, and it's going to bring some stability up the middle, so uh, I thought that was good, so let's just see, like a lot of these guys, a lot of these guys got to step up, uh, I think that's at the end of the day, got to step up and stay healthy. Um, Tim Anderson, I know he was a starting shortstop for the All-Star team, but I think I even told you by the end of June, I'm like, I don't think he even deserves to be an All-Star at this uh, at that point because he, he really wasn't doing much. He was bad defensively. He wasn't hitting no doubles, you know, not even the occasional home run. Like, I think he went like three weeks without any extra base hits. And it's like, dude, like you're supposed to be the leadoff guy. You're supposed to be the juice to this team. And you're as flat as they are. And, uh, you know, I've, you know, I've always been a Mokata Porter this year. Like, like it's time to put up or shut up. I don't care about what your numbers, you know, your war and like these advanced, uh, analytics shit is like, to me, you're just a bad ball player right now. You were a bad ball player last season, and now you got to show us who, what you, we thought you were supposed to be. You're not going to be the superstar. I think we get that 
but you got to be a great glove defender at third base and you got you got to show us some pop man especially on the left side same thing with robert man robert's got to fucking stay healthy and show us that you know the next uh the cuban uh, mike trout that we're hyped up to believe like there's just a lot of dudes that have to step up and i i like what i'm saying from moncada and robert in the wbc and i i hope this gets them ready for the season. Like they're already game, they're already in game shape. I like it should be. There should be no excuses on opening day on why they're not ready or they're you know already having little injury, like little minor injuries where they got to sit two days in a row because they're feeling like a little too sore. Like no, you guys are in game shape right now. There should be no que- There should be no questions right now. Uh, Trey Turner just one yard. <laughs> oh, really? That's in the game. Uh, yeah, three one USA. So that's where I'm kind of at, man. Just uh, I need I need this team to prove me wrong, and I think they have to prove the whole South Side wrong, and you know, earn, earned our trust back because a lot of a lot of us kind of turned our backs at them by the end of the year. Yeah, I, I actually think. Uh... Moncada is gonna have a really good April. I I, I think he's gonna come in and uh well Moncada and uh Tim Anderson uh Luis Robert I I don't know how good of a I, I feel like he hasn't had that good of a WBC. Yeah. Um. Maybe I just haven't watched him enough, but um. I I I actually feel like those two are gonna be shining all April. Um. They're just kind of gonna come in one step ahead of everyone. Uh, especially on the team, uh, so so they're kind of just gonna be um on fire for a little bit, but yeah. Uh, and, and as far as the Cubs go, uh, like I said, I've been watching the the WBC a lot, so I haven't really been uh, paying too much attention to them in the spring training. But I mean, the expectations from from when the the season ended, and uh. You know, we were ready to make moves and stuff, and oh, uh, you, you know, we had our signings uh, that we went over. It, it it's just kind of just be a winning team. Like like if you ask me, we have a winning product on the field uh, at this point. So, um, w- what I kind of expect going into this season is um, is is everyone to just like. Piggyback off last year in terms of of how the vibes were like like the vibes last year were like all right well it's the full season uh with uh not only without a true core but you know the team are struggling to find an identity and and no one really knows where where everyone's gonna be playing so everyone's moving out a little bit you know I I feel like now we kind of have a little bit more of an identity like. We're a team that can compete for the division, um, and, and and actually have pieces that that we could we can start. You know, we have a really good foundation that that we can start like you know adding to it over the years and, and making us like a, a contender. So um, so I've been yeah, I've, I, I've been seeing like a lot of stuff on Twitter from Cubs fans. Do you think the Cubs have to be at least five hundred this season? Absolutely, I, I'd be. 
I mean, yeah. If you were to ask me, like, I think we can win the division. I don't know, I, man. I actually feel like the Cubs are going to keep it really close with the Cardinals. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm not worried about the Brewers, to be honest. Uh, yeah, I'm not. Um, as an outsider looking in, I think the Cubs will actually be really deep, uh, really good ball club. Um, especially if uh, a lot of these guys that are on one-year deals, like Cody Bellinger, uh, Mancini, you know, uh, Hosmer. <laughs> You know they're kind of on proven deals. They want that long, you know, long longer contract. Probably probably not going to be with the Cubs, but with another ball club. But I think a lot of these guys are going to have, you know, relatively good seasons. And I I do see the Cubs kind of being in the division race. Um, I I say they just got to keep it within eight games, uh, six games. My bad, six games in September, and I think Cubs fans should be happy where. How the team has been? Yeah, I, I mean, as a whole, I, I think this division should be pretty good. It should be pretty competitive. Um, but but, but yeah, I, I I'm definitely not settling for 500 or under, man. I, I think this is a team that 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 can win games. We have we have veteran pieces. I mean, like you just named um, Mancini, Bellinger, Hosmer. Like th- those are guys that we brought in on. Um, prove it deals that you know are, are ready to not only uh help lead this team uh in, into into a division win or or anything like they're 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 also trying to prove it for themselves and and uh are ready to bring are ready to bring a winning ball club back to Chicago the north side at least but yeah I mean. Just the more I look at the team, I like man. I I, I just think th- there's so many spots that that we can shine in that that people are kind of overlooking. Yeah. And and I like our farm. You know, we got guys that that are possibly ready to come up if needed. If we need that little spark, we lose that during the season. Um. Or or if so, that like say like come to trade deadline. Say the Cubs are two games out from the division. Would you really? Would you um be upset? Say they traded like one of those top prospects because the Cubs do have a lot of guys, you know, ready. Yeah, ready. Um, but say you're able to get like a good like, not like, not like a Mike Trout, like a superstar, but like you know, like an all star, like that's available. I mean, it just depends who, man. Like, if we're talking like a a Brennan Davis or a PCA trade, like I'm not really on board for that. Especially like if we know we're not winning the World Series this year, dude. Like, right, right, right. Uh, and and to be honest, I'm confident that won't happen. I mean, the the this Cubs ownership doesn't exactly panic. So, I mean, I don't think they're they're just gonna. They're just gonna see gold if if you know if we're uh if we're at the deadline and, and we're only uh a couple games couple back games back at first like I, I don't think they're just gonna see gold and start uh trading valuable pieces for the future uh to become a win now team uh, I I just think I think the the slow build is is what's really gonna benefit the Cubs 
um i i give credit to the to the ownership to where uh uh i feel like a lot of people aren't doing enough that how quick this cubs turnaround really is like when you look at this team you could be like you could with confidence say that that it's gonna be a winning ball club uh potentially compete for uh second place or first place in the division right um just the fact that we've had this quick of a turnaround is kind of amazing yeah it took two years like two three years because you guys blew up everything what in 2020 right after 2020 yeah yeah uh and man just just when you look back on it you know i I know a lot of people were upset i i mean i I feel like a lot of cubs fans that, that like were really watching the cubs at that time like weren't really upset about what they were doing. Yeah, that like, we knew it needed to happen. It was just a tough pill to swallow, right? Right. And, and and just look at that now. Look at how much that benefited us. Like for them to just say fuck it, we're doing it. We're gonna rip the bandaid off. Right. Just two three years later, we're 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 already gonna be competing for a division again. Like I, I I still it, think <laughs> competing for division is a little crazy, but. I uh, I don't think so. I would not be shocked if they finish above Milwaukee, uh, for second. I like I I wouldn't be shocked with that. I don't think they have enough to beat out St. Louis though. Well, surprise you, buddy. <laughs> no, I I mean I I, I understand, but uh, I, 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 at least a winning ball club, man. Right. I think I I think it'll be a great summer. Both uh Chicago teams are having great seasons. You know what I mean? Like, if the Cubs are keeping that division interesting, you know, the Sox are battling Cleveland and Minnesota for the division, like, I think that's just going to make a great summer in Chicago. Uh, especially that me and you are <laughs> planning uh, our first uh, two games in one day. <laughs> oh, yeah. When is that again? Uh, it's Memorial Day. Memorial Day. That's in May, right? Yeah. Is that is that May? Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, May twenty. I think the twenty ninth or thirtieth. Twenty. Yeah, twenty ninth. Uh, it's Monday. Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay, Chicago. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, so we go north, north side to south side. Yeah. Right. Yep. Nice. We gotta stick with that. We 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 can't let that go. <laughs> yeah, we can't. <laughs> we gotta do it, man. But, uh, yeah, we've been talking about it a lot, and yeah, that's perfect. We got the day off, so yeah, for sure. Uh, Jesus, what are you thinking about? Uh, about your second Charlie team? Just got the zoomies. Oh, what happened? <laughs> what do you think about your second team? Uh, above the border. Oh, the little, little uh, the best birds in baseball. <laughs> no, the. Uh, the Blue Jays are, are uh, another team that's kind of like. Um, I, I, I'm kind of more unsure about the Blue Jays' uh, identity going into this season. I, I think they got a lot to prove. They 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 got they really got bitched uh, last uh, last year in the postseason. So uh, they definitely have a lot to prove. Um, they, they kind of, you know, Bobashek kind of like came out and admitted that they were a very un- immature team. A- as if we all didn't know, though. Yeah. Like, we just needed to hear it from them. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, it, but, I mean, I kind of like their moves bringing in, you know, 
couple more veterans, kind of show uh, these young yeah. guys the way. Uh, because <laughs> I'm not going to lie, man. They they kind of remind me a lot of the Memphis Grizzlies. Like, they're just talking a lot when they really haven't done anything. I don't know if it was that hey, bad. They're, they're, no, they're not that extreme. But it, yeah, I just think it's kind of almost similar. Uh, like you know, young I, I, team. I don't think they ever like really talked like that though. I like, don't like, know. It, like, it, it was more of just like I think it's like I think it's they Vladdy, had a little though. bit too much fun. No, I think it was Vladdy. Vladdy talks. You you know Vladdy will talk. Did he though? I mean, yeah. Uh, uh, you guys got the preview. Now you're about to see the full movie. Yeah, but and man, how was, is that talking shit? That's confidence and, in your team. I get There's that. Nothing wrong. I with get that. that. <laughs> and then just going after all New York, like, and then going after the all only, New York. The only thing you can but argue love, is, that, is that he talks shit to New York, which that's it. Okay, and but I do love that because fuck New York. Obviously, I think New Yorker <laughs> New Yorkers are awful, especially when you got people like KFC and Yankee fans, and we're gonna put Mets fans up there now because of this past week. So. And that dirty ass city. So fuck New York. Uh, Vladdy, keep talking that shit. <laughs> we always gonna hate New York. I want to go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I still. No, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, the immature is definitely there. The the Grizzlies comparison is fucking crazy. That's nah, not even close. I think it is. they did not beef with teams like that. It, it wasn't <laughs> like that. And we definitely don't have no John Moran on our fucking team. Alright, <laughs> All right, you guys got a bunch of you guys got a bunch of Dylan Brooks. <laughs> no, <laughs> they're really not. They're really not. No, but I, I mean, yeah, that's a team, dude. Like, if they're focused, they're they're always gonna be fucking making noise, dude. I mean, that lineup fucks. Yeah. Um, the the pitching's still there, dude. Like, you know, if if Manoa. Uh, continues how he was last season. Uh, Kevin Gosman, like, dude, those two could still lead a rotation uh, into something dangerous. Yeah, I'm definitely not worried about the Blue Jays. Um, just every year get closer and closer to the World Series. That's all they gotta do. Gotta win a playoff game first to do that. <laughs> but but yeah, I, I mean, I I think. I think this team just uh, uh, the first step to uh, fixing the uh, immaturity issue is just admitting uh, that you had one in the in the first place. Right. Uh, Charlie Montoyo it didn't exactly help with that, and you know that's that's why he was a midseason firing. And uh, the 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 Snyder hiring, love it, man. He, he he's a great guy. Uh, I think he'll be a great manager for us. Uh, you can argue that that yeah we blew that lead. <laughs> <laughs> in the in the playoffs, but I mean, no, he's gonna be a good manager. Uh, I, I love that that they officially hired him on for I, I forgot how many year extension, but you know, uh, I I say that the the team uh had no problem be, being immature uh under Charlie Montoya, but uh I I've actually always liked him. He, he he's a good. He's a good manager, um, you know. I, I I saw he went over to the to the south side, so yep, so bench you know, coach. We'll, we'll just let him sit over there, <laughs> and uh, and, and ruin your guys' bench. <laughs> uh, no, nah, I think I 
I think he's gonna. I I I like the coaching staff in place on the south side. Uh, I I like what the manager's been saying so far. It's big training, and I think Matoy, uh, having Charlie there, obviously being a manager of a previously young team, uh, would you know keep Kripal on his A game every day because I think he knows that he could be replaced by uh by Charlie at any moment of the season if this goes south. So uh I actually like the hiring. Wait, wait. I actually never thought about it. who's the manager going into this season? It's uh Pedro Grapal. Uh he's oh. from Kansas City. He was he was their best oh, okay. coach. Oh okay. I never actually paid attention to that. I, I just kinda knew like alright well TLR is done. RIP the TLR uh, era, though, man. That, that was uh, that was awful. The most recent era, at least. That, <laughs> what a way to, you know, close your championship window just like that, you know. <laughs> I um, I kind of feel bad for for Montoya, though. You know, he, he goes from such a talented, talented young team to to now he, you know, now he's got a. He's got to sit right next to you on Makata. So <laughs> that sucks. They're probably best buds, man. You know. You know, uh, I think I think Mokata would teach him how to sing and dance. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got anything else, buddy? Um. I'm a. I'm gonna have my quick thoughts on the Dodgers real quick. I'm actually kind. Oh, yeah. I'm actually really excited to to see them play. Cause really. Oh wait, hold on. We didn't even talk about Sunshine going to the Sox, man. I, I'm still like so pissed about that. <laughs> he's just always been one of my favorite pitchers. And I'm not gonna lie, dude. When he had that little bit of controversy, I was kind of happy because I thought he would fall through and not play for the Sox. <laughs> I was like yeah. a little happy because right, so. I don't want to root against him, man. Um. So for people that, if people don't know, but they should by now, fucking um, Sox just signed uh, Mike Levinger, and then he had that conference. Where, <laughs> my God, dude, like, I was even ready, like, dude, just cut bait already. Like, I, <laughs> I really didn't like the signing to begin with. Uh, what? Mostly because, like, um, he just wasn't good with um, San Diego last year. You know what I mean? I so, disagree. I, I, I don't I think, don't he, was think he was bad. He, he, but he wasn't bad, but he wasn't good. Like, he... Dude, he, the to me, ninety percent of of, of uh, managing Mike Clevenger is knowing when to pull him. Like, dude, he he can give you a solid good four or five innings. I I think but he, you gotta have a short leash on him, man. I like, think to, to I, me that's the biggest issue. I just think him being you know almost being an ace to you know you know. Uh, being on the Cy Young list, you know, for those few years in Cleveland are over with. Like, I just think he's just no more than a four or five starter, which obviously every ball club needs just to have him eat innings and shit like that. But I just, 
to me, I just think it wasn't worth the money for this season for a four or five guy. Like you could have just brought back, you know, Johnny Sterup, Johnny Sterup's Quato on a lot cheaper deal, who you know was awesome for you uh, during last season. He was probably, other than Cease, was the only bright spot on the team. That still pissed me off, dude. Like, how good he was. Just the fact that they just randomly picked him up and he ended up yeah. being really good. Like, that, that that bothered me so much last season, dude. I was so mad. And then bringing the stirrups, like, oh, man, it was everything. <laughs> and, I think- and, and, dog, you don't even have Dylan Cease anymore, dog. What was that, like, fucking game he had, like, last week oh, or some shit? Oh, where they, where they pull him. And then they bring him back in, and they had to pull him again because. Uh, Wait, what? He, he, yeah, so that's what happened. Uh, where he gave him like six runs and shit like that. So in oh. one inning, they pulled him because he just could not get anybody out. <laughs> and then so they bring in the reliever, and then the next inning they put him back in just to get more work in. <laughs> he still could. He got nobody out <laughs> again. <laughs> like, uh, but I'm not worried about that. I'd rather have that in spring training. I think he was just, I think he was just working on certain things, and you know, he he just got you know, hit around. So, it is what it is. He, I heard he had a really great outing yesterday, so I think he's ready for opening day. So we'll we'll move forward. Um, just you know, it's spring training. No one cares. Just show up opening day, you know, shut out Houston, and we'll be good to go. That he brought back the mustache again, so you know it's about to be a good year. Oh, not the mustache. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's my thoughts on Clemenger. Like, I uh, I don't think it's, I don't think it's much, but I mean, I'm I'm happy that he, I guess MLB never really found anything of the wrongdoings that he was accused of, but I don't know, man. Just fuck, love. Just <laughs> stop getting yourself in this situation, man. <laughs> like, my God, you're you're mostly known for what the fuck? How much of a fuck have you been the past like three years? <laughs> then how good of a pitcher you were? No, I, I I just think he's really solid, man. Like, he's just like I said, no one to pull him. Uh, just, just manage him smart. Uh, he brings the intensity, man. He, he's a good pitcher. Um, just we just gotta know how to manage him. That's it. Yeah, I mean, you have his, if he has a great year, I mean, even better for the Sox. You know, even better for my team. So, I'm not rooting for him to fail because it's on my team. So, I want. Every, I want all the guys to do good because I want a good season for the team. So, how do you feel about the Dodgers, buddy? Um, I'm actually like excited for their season because, yeah, you still got their stars, you know, like Mookie Betts, uh, Freddie Freeman, but uh, I think they're not as deep as they were. But we're gonna see a lot of their system again like we're gonna see who they're gonna bring up you know uh mm-hmm. you know bring up miguel vargas i think he's starting opening day and you know we'll see the hype around him uh we're gonna see dustin may back dustin may is coming back full swing 
uh, doesn't may one healthy. I think probably probably got the most electric stuff in the game. So, um, I'm looking forward to to see if because you know the Dodgers are like a fucking machine. Like they just they just bring up anybody yeah. and they're just good. Like they're just fucking good. Um, so I'm I. I, I just want to see that, like I, like yeah, they spend the money when they want to. I think that's why they didn't spend this off season, uh, with this class, because I think they're gonna do whatever they can to get Shohei for ne- uh, next off season. I mean, I don't know how they're gonna compete with the Cubs for, for Shohei. <laughs> you know, uh, Cubs can throw five hundred million wherever they wherever they want. Uh, and you know you might even uh, be able to get away with like four ninety since we already have Sid Suzuki <laughs> and, and they're good friends. So, uh, man, I don't know, man. Like, but I think that I think that was probably the main reason why the Dodgers didn't go after anybody this offseason. I think, I think like a lot of teams in the league are gonna really try to go after Shohei. And obviously, Shohei's probably gonna be the first, you know, half a billion dollar guy. But, uh, yeah, like, obviously, I think we're all picking San Diego to win the division in the West and out West. But, I mean, I, I still wouldn't be surprised, like, the Dodgers still fucking pulled out 105 wins out of their ass again. Like, you you think they will have a down year and San Diego will come up, and yet <laughs> the Dodgers win 105 and win the division all of a sudden, you know? So, uh, I am... So I am looking forward to it. Obviously, you know, late games, you know, coming home from work after the Sox game. Uh, you know, I'll keep a close, closer eye on them this year. You said you you had a you had a story to tell on this podcast. Please? Oh, it, it was just that to the at the Bulls game and the whole pitch clock. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, uh, Dodgers. They're they're gonna be a team that that's always in there, even even though they lost uh, some big pieces uh, this past off season. Uh, they're still definitely gonna compete. Uh, they're yeah, most likely gonna end up in second place in the division. But um, yeah, they're they're always gonna be a fun team to watch. Oh, and there's a chance I might see. The South Side take over LA. Really? Yeah. Um, uh, my my brother's graduating high school. Shout out to my little brother Adrian. Um, and then that week the White Sox are playing the Dodgers in Dodger Stadium. Nice. So hopefully that happens. You know, uh, I think I really do think Dodger Stadium is a very underrated stadium, mostly because. Got a badass view. Uh, I've been saying that, that that's like up, up there with like the stadiums I want to visit. Uh, yeah, so should definitely try to go out there. Uh, great view. Uh, good beer, very good beer, very expensive beer though. Fucking eighteen bucks for a fucking beer. Good beer, dog. I mean, is beer not good everywhere? Dog? <laughs> it's a little bit better over there. Uh, there, there's a certain beer that you got to try. And, oh, okay. 
but you could find it out here. But obviously, at the ball game, it's a little different. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> There's a little yeah, better. I'm, uh, I'm, ball, I'm actually gonna be going to. Uh, I'm I'm set. I'm supposed to be going to San Diego this year, so I, I'm gonna try to get in the game at Petco. Oh, uh, boy. I, I probably can't make the the LA one happen, but I think I'm gonna be able to uh, to catch a home Padres game this year. Oh, that'll be dope. That that'll be cool. I'm uh I I'm I might be going in July, so. In July. Yeah. So if if, if I could get in the game while I'm there, that'll uh be exciting. To be honest, I I actually haven't looked. Um. If there are home <laughs> at that time, yeah, <laughs> you probably. I mean, I, so so I uh, let me see. That that just made me realize. That <laughs> yeah, you probably should look at that. <laughs> uh, but the week of vacation I put in, I don't even know if that's the week I'm going to San Diego yet. Because uh, <laughs> I'm I'm gonna be visiting uh my friend that's in the Navy, and he doesn't even know if, if he can get the leave off. <laughs> he won't know until next month. If oh, you really? get the leave off for that week. But you already put it in. <laughs> no, no, I, uh, I had it in anyway before uh, the plan was made. But I was just saying, like, hey, I'm not doing anything this week. I kind of just took it off uh, so we could do it this week. But I, I have another week of vacation that I can put in for any other time. Right. So. But I'm actually going to see right now if the Padres are home. And they are. Oh, good. All week. Who, who they yeah, got? So, so I'm, I'm, I'm. The plan is so from, I have that week off July third through seventh. Oh, are you taking that whole week? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, really? now I don't, I don't know when I'm going out there, but from July third through the fifth, they have a three game series with the Angels, and then that weekend they have a three game series with the Mets. Oh, the Friday know. night game, Saturday night game. So that's that's great. So I'm if if I go that week, I'm definitely going to that Mets game, either Friday or Saturday. Should try to go to both of those series. I mean, I'm not saying all fucking six games, but like you know, Honestly, you could still, you like, could knock right, out if, knock if out I Mike there, and Shohei, and that's dude. If, if I get there on the Wednesday or like it depends on when I get there, but. Dude, if it lines up to where Shohei is pitching like that Wednesday, I'll probably go. Yeah. Oh well, we're gonna miss out on our annual uh, Jays Sox game this year. Is that in July? It's uh, yeah, it's that week. It's it's it starts on Fourth of July. No, <laughs> oh, fuck it, dude. The Jays <laughs> lost both times. Uh, fuck it. I'm You're done. Sick of going. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sick of getting heckled for fucking nothing. Everybody asking you if you're actually from Canada, eh? <laughs> it, it, the bathroom's the worst. Like, the bathroom's the worst. Oh, uh, can you imagine? People like, <laughs> what? Can you imagine on 4th of July, too? <laughs> Everybody's off. Like, Yeah, everyone's patriotic as yeah. fuck. Especially if the WBC wins the fucking... Oh, yeah. <laughs> or, or if USA wins the WBC, <laughs> fucking... We're all going in American as fuck. <laughs> I can't even. I can't even wear that fucking that jersey out anymore. Yeah, you probably you definitely getting dropped that night. <laughs> Dude, can I tell you? I, I went to a restaurant the the week, like the weekend or sometime like after the Cubs played the Blue Jays this past season. Yeah. Um, I want to say the Cubs won that series. Yeah. I'm not sure. I don't. I don't remember. 
But I, w- I was walking to a restaurant in Addison. For some reason, I was wearing my Jays jersey. <laughs> and fucking, there was this guy outside of it. He was, like, smoking. Yeah. And when I walked by, he's like, Cub, Cub's whooping that ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Jesus Christ. Dude, I wanted to tell him so bad. I'm like, dude, I- I'm a Cubs fan first. I'm just... Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm just repping. Uh, I'm just repping Canada, dog. <laughs> repping Vladdy. <laughs> I just left it alone, dude. Damn, you got shit talked by your own fan base. <laughs> you got shit yeah, talked by your fellow band base. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta be shit. <laughs> gotta go. That's what happens when you go for a Canadian team. You know what I mean? You know. Hey, man. Don't even eat real bacon. Don't <laughs> even eat real bacon. They they eat real bacon out there. They just also have Canadian bacon. Right? We have Canadian bacon out here. Do we not? Do we not? Uh, but we don't associate it with Doesn't bacon. Get... It's fucking ham. <laughs> it's ham. <laughs> All right, dog. You got anything else? No, I don't got anything else. I don't got anything. Right, yeah, I, I mean, uh, yeah, guys, that'll do it for this episode of Crosstown Talk. Um, we're definitely gonna be back next weekend. Um, we're we're just gonna give some season predictions. We'll we'll probably just uh, sim through, uh, each division. J- just give our our winner. We'll probably do the winner, uh, who we think will win the division, and then who we think uh will surprise the division. Yeah. How about that? Yeah, that sounds yeah, good. Well, we'll do something like that. And then you know we'll we'll give our Cy Young picks, MVP picks, because that I haven't I didn't I haven't even thought about like who my Cy Young picks are. So I'm still we'll I'm do that. I'm still beating myself for um because my last year Cy Young pick was fucking Justin Verlander who was like I think when we looked was like what plus fifteen hundred, and I never put the money down, dude. I'm so pissed. <laughs> yeah, no, that was a good pick, but didn't. I forgot who I picked. Now, um, I think you went Cole. Did you no, go Cole? I was good, dude. I wanted to pick Cole. People were picking Cole this year. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know who I picked. I, I, I'm not but, sure who I picked. I think I think it would be Dylan Cease as the favorite. But I wouldn't put money on C, mostly because there's no really real value to it. He's going to be the favorite, obviously. You know, you know what? I, 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 I made a comment about Eovaldi. I, 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 don't, I don't think I actually said. I think he was like, like, I think we also gave our like surprise, like, yeah, you know, who's a sneaky guy that could say guys to Eovaldi. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but, but. Uh, that didn't work out. I might have even gone Kevin Gosman, dude. I might have. No, I think he went with um his teammate, uh, fucking Manoa. No, Barry's. Barry? No, yeah. no, no, no! I didn't. No, I didn't. Fucking, who did that? Trevor Plouffe. Oh, did that, Plouffe or... did that. And... Nah, dude, no. Nope. I mean, I I don't dislike him, but I definitely wasn't high on him oh, in the season. I, you, I agreed with you that you, it was so stupid that we paid him. Yeah. He always gets smacked around by the socks, you know? <laughs> you you witnessed that live, too. 
No, I think this season I'll, I'll, I'm definitely going to be going to Yusei Kikuchi on the AL side. So. <laughs> <laughs> I want to disappoint myself even more. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, but yeah, uh, yeah, look out for that next weekend. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll kind of just give our predictions, have it all on record. I'll probably uh, make a doc too, so yeah, and so, the- so we could keep track of it during the season. And then we should try to do something like opening weekend, you know, on that Friday or Saturday, you know, just give our initial thoughts of how our teams look, you know, right off the bat. So we'll, we'll yeah. definitely try to keep – we'll definitely go back to posting more frequently because <laughs> we've been slacking yeah, on this yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. During the season, we'll be a lot more active. It, it's just kind of hard during the off season to stay active. You know, we got a football podcast that, you know, uh, even that, like – it, it, it's kind of a struggle to to keep it active, right? Uh, unless like big movies are happening, like so it's been pretty good this past week. But um, yeah, the off season just makes it so slow. But yeah, during the season we'll definitely uh, try to at least do it every other week or something like that. Uh, probably like yeah, we'll I I say every week, or we'll, we'll talk about this off camera or off the record real quick. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll see. But we'll we'll definitely we'll see how it goes. Definitely be more engaged, guys. So, yeah. So, uh, so with that, uh, for this weekend, that'll do it for the Crosstown Talk podcast, and we'll see you next weekend. Alex, chug that Modelo. Cheers, <laughs> cheers, buddy. Cheers. I don't even have one. Yeah. Oh, what are we doing, man? We <laughs> come I'm on, still man. Waking up from my nap. I thought we always crack them during the baseball talk. <laughs> I'm tired enough that that, that helps. <laughs> All right, peace out, guys. All right.